Hey guys, it's Brianna, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, Christina. Hi, everyone. And you are listening to Oh Brother, your favorite Big Brother podcast. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. Girl, we got a lot to discuss. Yeah, we do. I'm ready. Shit has going down in the Big Brother house, and I am here for it. It's going down. I'm I'm yelling yelling timber. timber. Please stop singing. Right? Like, fuck you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Let's jump right in. We have only two episodes to cover, which is great news because we have a lot to cover. Feels like we have so much to cover. Yeah. I know. Um, because they had that weird like schedule last week. We already talked about Sunday's episode. So all we're talking about now is Wednesday and Thursday. And Wednesday is when shit started to go down she went down so at the very beginning of the episode (laughs) we (laughs) at the beginning of the episode we obviously know that turner's hoh and at this point he seemed kind of on board with the you know backdooring taylor scenario um amira is one of the main people that kind of throws taylor's name out to turner she's trying to say that Taylor's rubbing people the wrong way and Turner's kind of agreeing saying you know what Taylor's the house target I kind of want to go along with it get the least blood on my hands so he tells Nicole that she might potentially go up as a pawn and Nicole is cool with that Nicole wants to do everything in her power also to get Taylor out because she hates her for some reason so they're all on board with this what everyone's deal is with her Mm mm-hmm it's like, like honestly I was trying to explain it to my mom and my mom does not even know what a live feed is <laughs> so I'm like sitting here and I'm like mom like this was like maybe a week and a half ago I'm sitting with mom I'm going they're treating Taylor so badly she's like I don't really like her I'm like why she goes well she's just trying to flaunt everything basically what the edit was doing and what yeah. the other girls were trying to do I go ma you don't understand so I explained to her I go listen this is when Paloma and Alyssa were you know, being all rude to her. And I'm like, no, like in the live feeds, it shows all the crap that they're putting her through. And I hope that my mom sees this and goes, wow. And realizes, so, Ma, yeah. I know you don't Because when you only it, get the edit. Because when you only, that's the problem with this show is when you only watch the edited episodes, you miss so much. But when you have the well, live feeds for content. any reality show, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the challenge, even though it's not drama driven, there's still a lot of drama in that show. And a lot of people miss what actually goes down. And that's the good thing about Big Brother is we do have the live feeds. So we can verify things that we're seeing in the episode. And we can kind of suss out when (laughs) the edit is giving people, you know, the wrong, portraying people the wrong way. Whereas some of these other reality shows, like you said, The Challenge, Amazing Race, um, Survivor, whatever, all these shows don't have feeds. So we're getting whatever character that the edit wants to portray right so you know that's the good thing about big brother is we see everything y'all no matter we how much um, your trick, CBS. no matter how much the past house gets cough cough paloma and pooch want to say that the live feeds are also curated and edited um we see it all honey boo boo so said that yeah both paloma and pooch have gone out come out and been like oh, well, you don't see everything. And it's like, honey, we well, obviously we don't see 24-7, like every single second. Sometimes they cut it. 
but we see it's not like they're doctoring what you're saying. Right, exactly. They didn't put the words in your mouth. You said them. We all heard it. So anyways, going back to Wednesday's episode, after Turner kind of, you know, has these conversations, he's thinking about putting Taylor up. Taylor has this heart-to-heart conversation with Monty. I and that was sweet. Yeah, and it was a really important conversation about colorism. Um, I'll put a clip in here so you guys can hear straight from them what they were saying but um she was basically explaining that she doesn't she's had bad experiences in the past when she's opened up to people too early so that's why she's kind of a little bit standoffish sometimes when she first meets people and takes longer to open up and things last week was tough i'm a very easy target that doesn't ruffle feathers i understand why for some people it seems very cold Mm -hmm. But I have my own timeline on when I'm willing to Open review. Up yeah, maybe it doesn't match up with the Big Brother timeline, but... Have you had a negative experience when you opened up too soon? It's hard for me not to compare my pain to another person's pain mm. because I feel other people's pain so much more than I feel mine. Mm. And so when I do share mine, it's like, are people going to see this as valid? Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to put someone in that position. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. People in my life have said some pretty awful things about me and my skin tone. Really? But I just never thought that skin t- colorism would be a big issue in my life. But it was. Wow. Yeah. Growing up and experiencing colorism, specifically from people that you're close to, it can really negatively affect you and the way that you view the world. We all come in different shades but sometimes people within the same race will still treat people with deeper skin tones as less than. This isn't an issue that's specific to the black community. It goes across all races, but the more that we talk about it, the faster we can be the change that we need to see. I don't know, I downplay a lot of my own things so that other people can feel comfortable. Healing Taylor's story and learning a lot about why she is the person that she is and why she hasn't opened up as quickly as all of the other house guests. It's definitely brought me closer to her. Like, wow, like I, I think I'm understanding you more, you know, and why you may be a little bit more guarded at first when oh, you meet yeah. people because of, you know, like this stuff that's happened. Mm-hmm. So seeing like your perspective and hearing more about that, like it gives me like a lot more respect for why I appreciate that now. So thank okay. you for sharing that. Thank you. And there was a line that I caught on feeds when I watched this conversation that they didn't put in the episode. Mm. I'll see if I can find it, but I'm going to paraphrase. She said something like, because Monty, once he found out, you know, her story was like, okay, maybe I misjudged you. I didn't have as much compassion. And she said something to him along the lines of, well, we shouldn't have to see people's struggle or see people's trauma in order to have compassion. We should just have compassion Amen. for everybody. And I was like, yes, girl, preach, preach it. So if I can find that clip, I will insert it. But if not, that's essentially what she said. Um, and I'm really glad they put that moment in the episode. And it also... I think that was a good segue into the leftovers, which we'll get to. Yeah, because it, it kind of set the ball rolling in Ellie St. Monty's head of, okay... I've been told all this stuff about Taylor, but maybe it was completely blown out of proportion. And well, so, also especially because that whole shebang that went on first week one, which really got the ball rolling with everyone being against her, had to do with Monty. He was a big role in that. Exactly. So I think showing this is kind of like that that change 
And Kyle brings that up too to the guys. And he's like, listen, there was a girls alliance started by Paloma. She's also the one who was kind of trying to pit Taylor against the guys. And so the guys are starting to see what's happening. They didn't show it as much in the episode, but Turner and Joseph did also have a lot to do they with setting the ball so rolling on sweet. this. They were Joseph like especially too, like I oh know. my god, he was like he was like, I've never seen her outright be disrespectful to someone. I don't think it's right what they're doing to her, no matter what. I'm like, oh what a it's guy. funny because the day of Joseph's twenty fifth birthday celebration was the day that he kind of like started to notice everything that was happening with the bullying with Taylor, which a lot of this didn't make the episode. But a lot of people are saying now that like Joseph's turned 25. Wait, it was and, his like, birthday? Nobody even said matured. anything in the episode. I know. And they did a whole like little birthday celebration for him and stuff. Yeah, too. but I guarantee if it was anybody else, they'd freaking say something. Probably. A happy birthday, Joseph. <laughs> from me. Yes, Joseph. We love 25-year-old Joseph because that's when he yeah. came to terms with we love everything the going progression. on in the house. <laughs> We love the adultness. Yes. Love that for Joseph and love that for us because it made for a great couple episodes. Yeah. So once, you know, the guys start to realize what's happening, Kyle, Monty, Turner, and Joseph create an alliance called The Pound. And they decide that they also want to bring in Taylor, Brittany, and Michael and work with them because they feel like a lot of the other alliances that they formed early on in the game were built on like this bullying of taylor and they also didn't feel super strong with a lot of the other girls in the house and so they basically created this plan to bring in taylor Brittany, and michael and instead of putting up taylor and nicole they were going to put up amira and terrence in order to backdoor amira because they felt like amira was kind of the mastermind on that side of the house sort of like the brains behind the mm-hmm. girls operation which i think is smart she was i a do big think key. she's a good yeah she's a good player in that respect she seems like someone who all those people in that side of the house don't really talk to one another but she seems to be the one who talks to the majority of them so if she's that glue that they think she is then they got the right person out Right. Like if you cut off the head of the snake, then the snake ain't going to be moving. The snake snake ain't going to have a brain. So it ain't no chicken. They die. (laughs) Exactly. So they were like, you know what? We're going to have to cut off the head of the snake and keep it moving. But Mm -hmm. we can't let anyone else know that this is the plan. So Turner is keeping up appearances. Everyone else is keeping up appearances. I was laughing. They're trying to get and out they were Taylor. Like, we all got to act. And it went cut to each one of them, like make up lies. I'm like, oh my God, these people are good. Funny. I was waiting for someone to mess it up. Oh, I know. I think I think if anyone was going to mess it up, it would be Brittany. Turner. Really? I thought Turner. Well, because he was sitting there with Terrence. We'll get to that. And I was like, don't say a word. Oh, don't yeah. say anything, Turner. I was getting so mad. I'm like, this always happens. There's always that one idiot. <laughs> He wanted to be the what? like savior kind of thing. Um, I mean, yeah, Terrence we'll didn't say squat, so there we go. It worked out in his favor. Yeah. Um, but when the real drama happened was after they picked players for the veto competition. So the players obviously were the HOH Turner, the two not oh the HOH Turner and his bestie Jasmine. Excuse me. Cool. The two nominees, Brittany and Michael, and then Nicole and Taylor were selected by random draw, which is exactly what nicole didn't want to happen and she because she doesn't want to have to throw a competition so much so i just say that i used to really like nicole and now i'm like you know what 
Get out of here. Yeah, I can't stand her anymore. She, oh, her and Daniel, I was so rooting for them. And now I'm just like, F off. They have put such Severely. a bad taste in so many people's mouths by their behavior. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Daniel was such a jerk, but we'll get to that. I'll Anyways, my, my emotions. So Nicole was being such a crybaby about having to throw the competition. Yeah. So much so that she went into a room where three other people were already hanging out, kicked them out so that she could cry. Bro, you could have went in the bathroom. Bathroom, maybe a room that people aren't already in. Hang out in the corner of the living room, cover your face. I don't know, but you don't need to kick people out. Go to the diary room. So everybody thought since she was being so upset and dramatic and like wanted the room to herself, they thought it had something to do with her mom's cancer treatment because apparently I would understand. her mom has cancer. I would that probably. Yeah. So they assumed, which they shouldn't have assumed, but like she was really, really upset. So, I mean, what else? Well, are you people didn't think? act upon that. They were like, we're going to give her her space. Like, yeah. Kind of like. See if so she wants I to talk I mean, about it later, like give her yeah. a minute. And everyone was doing the exact right thing in that scenario. Like, just give yeah. her space. Meanwhile, they didn't realize she was literally just crying because she was going to have to throw a competition and her pride was hurt. So Daniel goes in to try to comfort her. They're literally in the same moment Nicole and Daniel are talking about, I don't see Taylor as a good person. Taylor's literally in the other room saying a prayer for Nicole and her family. Right. It's like, you can't make this shit up. And not for nothing. But when she went and talked to her, that I don't know how Nicole took that as you can leave the game. Right. She meant, listen, I understand because because listen, Nicole's the one who picked Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. So I if I was partners with somebody and they were sitting there trying to talk to me, like, oh, we're gonna do this, like, don't worry, she'd be in all my school. I would think that they would be like, Hey, like, let's work together. You know, you wanted to pick with me and work together. So Taylor was probably sitting there thinking, listen, don't feel obligated to do anything. Other than for your game. Do what's best for you. She was like, if it's you just... can't compete, don't consider me. Like, don't worry about me. Basically, she was saying, whatever you need to do. Because she still thought it was about her mom at this point. She was like, whatever you need to do, you need to do what's good for you. Don't consider me. She was being, like, so selfless she in that moment. She was to quit and give up the game. Like, right. I don't know why. And then Daniel went and acted that way. I'm like, these people... Oh my Honestly. god, when he blew up at her in the bathroom. Although, I do have to say, I died when she was like, with the lays. Chips before Taylor's. workout? Just stop. From this point on, just stop. With the lays? Oh my god, when, she was, when she's standing there, like, staring through him, because she's like, what? Like, what is this joke that he's trying to She literally thought he was it. joking. Well, I think the other people sitting there are kind of like, wait, where is this going to go? Like, because I don't think anyone thought he was going to blow up at her like that. No. And also like, the, what? <laughs> the with the lays moment has become such a meme on Twitter. I was freaking dying. Cracking me up. Also, she made a, he was like, oh, on finale night or, or don't talk to me don't or something, whatever. Finale and, night. Oh, you're taking me to finale? Yeah, she goes, you're bringing me to the finale? She still thought he was joking, which made him even more oh. mad. But honestly, I was living for it. No, with your fake... I am a fake Don't speak bitch. to me until finale. You're bringing me to finale? But, like, it goes to show that she honestly didn't really do anything. Like, intentionally. I don't right. think she did anything intentionally either. But she was kind of just sitting there like, what are you talking about? And I think if other people were to sit, who else was in the room? I don't even remember. 
Uh, Michael, Nicole. Um, I don't recall who else. Joseph walked in, I think, as it was Because I'm sitting here going, if everybody else is looking like what? And Taylor's looking that dumbfounded? Like, what are you talking about? Right. I think they'd probably put two and two together. Like, something was misconstrued here. Mm -hmm. Not, she's so rude, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until Daniel stormed out that she realized he wasn't kidding. So then she kind of followed him into the living room, was like, wait, you're not joking. He starts yelling at her again about, quote unquote, the way she treated Paloma and that he's not going to let her do the same thing to Nicole. When Paloma is literally on Twitter right now talking about how much she loves Taylor and how good friends they are. So I don't understand where well, he's getting Taylor this. wasn't the reason Paloma left. Paloma, no. I think it just got too much for her. And she's like, I can't do it. But somehow he has like spun this narrative in his mind that Taylor is this like big, bad, bully, scary person that is like treating everyone poorly when really. I honestly don't think him and Nicole. Lie. I don't understand why everybody. I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm just saying she seems like such a genuine person from what we see. Yeah. That it's kind of like, dude, really? Like, take a chill pill. And she's like cl- clearly upset. She goes back into the bathroom and Nicole's like, well, you need she to wasn't learn even how to speak with to people. She's like, what are you, can you explain? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she was kind of just standing there and he's just badgering her. Somebody at some point was like, just give him space. So she just walked away. And then was Nicole was like, you need to learn how to speak to people. No, Nicole, mirror, I'm pretty sure that Daniel needs to learn how to speak to people. Daniel needs to learn how to be a people. A r- liter- Elvis literally. Elvis wouldn't support this. Oh my God. I can't stand him. Did <laughs> what you see Elvis the- do? Did you see the tweet I put on my meme account about Daniel a couple weeks ago? Are you talking about Twitter meme? Ago? Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm going to send it to you. Hold on. <laughs> it cracks right, me up. Go. This is like a shameless plug as I look for this. If you guys want to follow my meme. Big Brother meme account, it's meme. at Just Phoebe Memes. And I have to say, my tweets this season have been glorious. So, What is that picture? Is that wow. Brittany? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, that was from her interview in the beginning. Just that was funny. Okay, Who I just the hell sent is you butter it. beans. Oh my god, have you not seen the butter beans conversation? No. So in one of the episodes in the DR, Oh my god. Jasmine How said How rude to this poor macaroni penguin. I know. The penguin clearly wore it better. If you guys want to know what we're talking about, you'll have to go look at my meme account. No, I know who he looks like. Who? I got you. Hold on. I'm scared. Oh, but the butter beans gotta... thing? No, yeah, what is... is the butter beans thing? Jasmine in one of her DRs when she was HOH said something about it's going to be a blindside butter beans. You're about to get served up a big old plate of blindside butter beans. And now everyone has been using it against her, essentially. Um... So they want to blindside Jasmine? No, Jasmine was saying in the DR when she was HOH that she was going to blindside Pooch. And she kept saying, blindside butter beans. Because, I don't know, it's probably a line that like production fed her or something with her little Southern accent. But now everybody has been saying like, oh, this week Jasmine's going to get a taste of blindside butter beans. Because like they sent out um, Amira, her ally and stuff. Which is very funny. Did you just reply? No. Oh my god. <laughs> That's spot my first bottom. On. That is spot on. Like everyone likes Chad better. 
<laughs> um, so I tweet, I tweeted that pin. I pinned that tweet. So if anyone wants to go look at it, you can take a peek at what we're talking about. Basically, I compared um, Daniel to a macaroni penguin. If you don't know what a macaroni penguin is, just Google image search it. Um, okay, so after all this drama happens, we get to this POV comp. And it's called Woodstack, LOL. And the obviously it's a Paris competition because they're still in their besties. And so Jasmine is with Turner, but apparently Jasmine's afraid of heights. And she's like, I'm about to pass out. And I was like, bitch, why did you pick that position then? They literally gave That's you the option. I thought, well, because I was thinking, couldn't they just switch? Right. In the beginning, they said the pairs chose which one they were going to do. So, like, why did she pick that if she's afraid of fights? She's annoying because, A. She's so annoying. Everything has to be about her. If the right. limelight isn't on her, she's like. It's almost like she just didn't want to compete because first. I really hope she doesn't get in um, jury because I don't want to hear her talk all finale. Oh, I know. I need her to keep her mouth shut. But it was especially annoying because she obviously got medically cleared to play due to her foot. So she was like, well, fuck, that's not going to get me out of it. So I'm going to pretend to pass out. So she pretended to pass out. And then they took her back to like see the medic. And the medic was like, okay, you're medically cleared to play from passing out. Like, you're fine. And she was like, okay, but I'm still not going to. Like, girl. Oh, you think she fake passing out? I don't know. Her eyes were open. (laughs) Who dead people? Who do? But who passes out with their eyes open? <laughs> no, I think no, because it looked like when she first fell, they then went to another scene a couple seconds later where she kind of opened her eyes. I think she actually did close her eyes when she first passed out, Maybe, and they were but trying I'm not to hold convinced. her head up, and she was kind of just staring through people. Well, production has also been com- uh, convincing. Has been trying to um encourage her to walk on her foot because it's not gonna like get better unless she actually walks on not it for nothing we already had a christmas not yeah and she's ago. we don't want that and she's hopping around the fucking house like your foot's not gonna get any better if you don't walk on a girl i was just annoyed for turner's sake that they couldn't compete poor guy he had to just like sit there so basically, it was just Taylor and Nicole versus Brittany and Michael, and Nicole was planning to throw it. So obviously, Brittany and Michael were going to win. But I was like, "Damn, okay, Brittany." She was like Hulk woman. She did Going. you when they showed her fiance or her husband? I think it was her husband in the oh, edit. Oh yeah, she was like, "I'm pretending my husband's over there," and they literally <laughs> put him there. I was cracking. Oh up. my god, that's funny though because it's not like they have like high quality pitches these people someone had to go on and look and find her husband and edit him in right one of the editors is like yeah that's the some crap that i would do that's the kind of stuff i would do i'd be like yo let's just put him in <laughs> they'd be like what why too funny i wonder if he um, knew that or if he was just watching the episode and was like hey there's me can you imagine he was watching me that's cracking i'd die laughing i would die That'd i'd be, be like so wow funny. i made it on big brother i'm famous Oh my god, but obviously Brittany and Michael won. Michael, the fucking veto king over here. Again, third veto in a row. I mean, granted, this one was basically handed to him on a silver platter, but like that's still very impressive. Although I'm kind of great. I'm kind of scared for him though moving forward because now he has three comp wins in a row. If he doesn't keep that up like constantly and his side of the house keeps getting good. 
he's going to have to figure out another route to take because once they start going down to like final six, final five. I don't even know. I think people are going to, yeah, I think people are going to target him even sooner than that. They're going to be like, listen, if we have an opportunity, we should do it. We should take it because Michael's going to keep winning vetoes. Yeah, but they also need numbers and they need the power on their side. So they might try to use that as far as possible until they have to get them out, until they get a chance. Which is why this fessy bestie twist isn't super good for Michael Mm -hmm. right now because he he's obviously in his alliance with Brittany. So if they go up again and they don't win veto, the alliance is going to have to choose between keeping him or keeping Brittany. They might decide Mm -hmm. to keep him because they think he can win comps and he'll use them to protect us. Or they might say, well, we don't want to have to compete against Michael later on. So maybe we should just take him out now while we can. So I don't know. It could be a benefit to him. It could be a downfall. I guess we'll wait and see. So after the competition is when the leftovers alliance officially is formed and the guys tell Michael, Brittany and Taylor that they're making this alliance and they're doing the damn thing and they're all on board for it. They're doing the damn thing. I really liked the, the line from Joseph. He said, just because you're strong, that isn't grounds for us to test how strong you are. And I was like, yes, Joseph, preach it. Serve, King. Then we got to the Thursday night's episode, a.k.a. Blindside Butterbeans. I really wish that Turner would have just said, Blindside Butterbeans. I would have died. <laughs> I would have died. The problem is they don't know she said that because it was in the DR. <laughs> Turner of all people. So Michael and Brittany obviously use the veto and come off the block and Turner nominates Amira and Terrence and his speech was phenomenal. Fan-freaking-tastic. I literally had to rewind and watch it again. He was so well-spoken about it and like his little thing about I'm the youngest person in the house, I shouldn't have to be telling you this. I was like, yes. I'm incredibly sorry that I put you guys up on the block. At the end of the day, we don't talk game. Simultaneously, I know this might come as a surprise to a lot of you. Um, There was clearly one target this house had, but I don't feel like that's best for my game, and I really don't want to add to the dog pile I feel like is going on in this house. And I'm sorry about that. Behind closed doors, a lot of you say some crazy things about individuals. And I really don't want to draw a line in the sand with saying this, but as the youngest one in this house, I don't feel like I should be the one to say that it's not okay but here i am i love how after that he just sat down like Mm -hmm. i'm done yep he's like that's all i had to say that's done and the shocked faces oh i was living for it good everybody look shocked taylor poor taylor was sitting there trying not to cry i know she had to sit next to her jerk of a partner and it was just sad. And then Daniel sitting there and I'm like, ha bitch. That's what you get for being a fool. That's what you get when you let your ego take over. <laughs> Whoa. Sing it. Right? You know, Haley Williams said it best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> word for word. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Paraphrasing, of course. <laughs> So the acting by the leftovers after Friggin this great amazing. This is what I love from Big Brother. These people are acting like 
their world was just turned upside down and they like Kyle and Brittany specifically were talking to Amira and like oh my god I was just like these people this is what big brother is all about y'all it's not you're not lying to anyone's face in order to hurt someone you're lying in their face to try and better your game and pull off an amazing and we love it we love it you don't need to personally attack anyone just a little white lie here and there get you through the game just be nice about it (laughs) right come on now and then oh my god that moment when amira went outside and it was like all the left sitting there. I don't think Karen's. it's a talking game. And then she comes inside and she says, she says to everyone, "Well, that's just who's left over." I was like, "Oh my god!" I was, cr- and then it cut to them all laughing. Yes, I was like, "Wow!" She literally just like narrated her own eviction. Okay, so it's actually a weird group. It's Joseph and Taylor, and then beside them is Turner, Terrence, and Michael. This is the weirdest group. It's a really weird group, but they weren't talking. I can't imagine any of them talking. I don't think they're talking. I think everyone's just trying to chill in the house. Everyone's just chilling like that's who's left over. I want want them to watch that. I want her to watch that and be like, oh. And be like, oh shit, damn. Oh, that was gold. They couldn't have wished for a better edit, honestly. No. I know. The literally, I I bet you the producers were watching and being like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" <laughs> they were like, "We have to put that in." Oh my god, that was great. I wonder how these people editing are like. Oh my god, that was funny. Like I know, know right? Think? Like how they pick what segments to include too. Right. Everyone else though is still convinced is convinced that Terrence is going to be going home. And so Nicole pulls Terrence aside. Oh my God, here we go. And tells him she's a cop. <laughs> and he was uh, like, okay. Wa- so listen, when, when what's his name? When Turner walked back in the room and Terrence called him over to the couch, I thought he was going to tell him. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, now well, Turner the time. Did, Turner did tell him. No, I thought Terrence was gonna tell Turner that Nicole's a oh cop. yeah I thought or so what? too I was like he's gonna say something I think that he <laughs> should have said well I mean I'm glad he didn't but oh he could have said something also they didn't show it in the episode but a lot of people told Terrence information about the game and like Nuh-uh. their alliances and stuff because they thought he was leaving and Stop. he's still there great. so terrence but, is just a well of terrence, info now. he would forget half of it and just be there he's like hey i don't know i think to t- use it hey. no no terrence is a bone collector he's collecting these he's and he's collector. burying them around he's burying them around the house <laughs> and later when he needs it he's gonna dig it up and serve it to you i think he's got a strategy i could see the wheels turning in that little brain of his he does and then he goes out with all these all these secrets and powers and we're like what the hell <laughs> where'd you get the that info, Terrence? It's like when someone gets voted off survivor with an idol you're like what the hell <laughs> um so obviously we kind of talked about it a little bit but turner basically tells terrence that he's staying even though amira is convinced that she's safe this week which yeah. you should never feel nope. safe in the big brother house we say it every single week and still people don't believe it inside well the fact that amira was like oh yeah this game is easy i'm like this is a joke right Mm -hmm. you're kidding if it's easy then people are lying to you honey people are lying Mm -hmm. to you 
So then we get to the live eviction. Obviously, um, Amira was evicted by a vote of seven to four. And she can thank Daniel for that extra vote because this fucking idiot thought that he was giving Terrence a sympathy vote, which is just and they, when Julie the cherry that up, on top. Was like, well, because he didn't mention it. It didn't show in the episode that he wanted to give him a sympathy vote. So when Julie said it, she was like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, Daniel, let's see if you stick to his plan. I'm like, he's not going to do it. Whatever. He blah, blah, did blah. it. And then he went, I'm going to vote for Amira. And I went, what this idiot and it's even funnier because like she would have gone home either way but he was the deciding vote in that moment because she hadn't gotten six votes yet i think it's funny too because when she went back out to julie she was like who do you think voted for you daniel daniel and nicole and they were the two people that actually wanted her to stay Ugh. So Julia, of course, showed her the leftovers and all this stuff. And she kept it like cool and casual and tried to act like she like wasn't super bothered. Yeah, but she's so well, boring. She looked so pissed when she was leaving. Yeah. But she was like, I got played. It's she tried fine. to act like very unbothered by it. But it was clear that she was a little bit bugged. Oh, my girl, you went on a TV show. You uprooted your, like, your next couple months of your life. Like you're clearly gonna be bothered by it, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Be pissed. We—that's what we're here to see. Right, you're here for that. Also, did you notice that Kyle is already using the the Ian format on his goodbye messages? No. Which is essentially Ian was one of the first people in Big Brother on his original season to, and this is I think why he won. Um, he waited I think until Jerry to start doing it, but. When someone would get evicted, he would explain his game oh, strategy yeah. in his goodbye message and be like, I was a part of an alliance called the Quack Pack with this person, this person, this person, this person. And Kyle did that. Quack he was like, pack? Quack Pack. Like oh, a duck. Okay, that was a totally <laughs> different alliance. I'm like, the Crack Pack? Oh, God. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm like, Ian. <laughs> Not little Ian um but kyle did that he was like i was a part of an alliance called the leftovers with bah 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 and he gave out his little little spiel i hope he keeps that up because i truly think that that is a really good way to start your jerry management a little bit early because they leave the house thinking about that message anybody you can't tell anybody anything in the house he's like i need to get it out somehow right right you get it off your chest a little bit yeah so at this point, Amira leaves. Everyone is shocked also. Can we talk about their faces? I was living for it. They were all kind of just like staring. They didn't it was know what like, to do. They were like jaw drop. I think Nicole, Daniel, and Alyssa had their mouths open for a solid like two minutes. Just sitting there. Good. I was like, yeah. I'm also glad they didn't spoil the blind side because sometimes, you know, People get a heads up beforehand that they're going home when it's supposed to be a blindside. And that's never fun. But this was a true blindside. Gotta love it. So obviously, Terrence doesn't have a bestie now. So Julie reveals that he gets to join another bestie pairing. And he chooses Monty and Joseph, which he doesn't realize this. But that was good for the leftovers too. Because now if Monty and Joseph get nominated they can send terrence packing if they need to yeah so it worked out really well for the leftovers i think the only pair 
of the leftovers that are together is Brittany and Michael, which if mm-hmm. Michael's track record is saying anything, he's about to win a veto anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Um, so yes, we have the three boys as a trio. I'm curious next week. I thought it was sweet though. He was like, I'll pick at the boys. I'm like, come on, how cute. I know, isn't that cute? I wonder if so say whoever gets evicted next week, could they join? those three or do they have to pick a pair because that could be interesting i guarantee they either have to pick a pair or one person from the three will have to go to another group oh i see like they could be like okay you have to choose one person from the trio to be your bestie i could see that that's a good that's a good um that's a good guess i feel like that could be it if they keep up the pairs for that long i don't know what they're gonna do i feel like julie hinted at the fact that like they could do even bigger groups than three though so i'm curious because that that would be interesting strategy wise like i yeah, wonder if really somebody would screw join. things up yeah it could screw things up for a lot of people or it could make things, high risk high reward yeah really good for certain people so it all depends so then they start the hoh comp i was furious that they did the whole thing where they just like give to us two minutes of the comp and then don't finish it why even start it right why? i'm like you just teasing me that's like when my mom, when she wants to watch an episode, can we just start the first five minutes of the next episode? No, we start it next time. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. That's mm-hmm. like reading the first three pages of a book and then packing it up in a suitcase for vacation. No. Right? You don't do that. Come on. Give me a little Against bit. Against the rules. We need to like close the chapter before we start a new episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Unless it's an emergency and you got to close the book, you at least finish the page. Right. Exactly. Agreed, 100%. It was also even more annoying because it was one of those like sponsored competitions. So half the fucking oh, thing was stupid. her showing Not the trailer lie, for that the movie invitation. Does look interesting. Honestly, it does because <laughs> I love Let's that I'm like it. bashing it. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, but I can't see it. That's the um, invitation. <laughs> it's kind of annoying though because I've gone to like two movies in the last couple weeks and I've seen that trailer already twice. So I had to watch it after time. I was like, really? You couldn't give me any other trailer? This bitch again. Because <laughs> I went and saw Nope the other night, which was oh, really how good. how was it? It's really, really good. You got to see it. I love Kiki Palmer so much. I'm trying to convince Edson to go. Yeah, you got to go. It's really good. And then I also saw Where the Crawdads Sing, which was <gasps> I want to see that too. Oh my God, how was terrible. that one? It was really was bad. Really? So it's like. I won't waste my money. My problem with it is slight, slight tangent for anyone who cares about Where the Crawdads Sing. I read the book. I think most people who are wanting to see the movie have read the book. The problem oh, it's is a book? it is a book. Yeah, a very popular book. The book was amazing. I love the book, like five stars all around. Either. The movie was word for word the book, which usually is a good thing. But the problem is like even the dialogue, a lot of it, you could tell was like word from word, word for word. Like they were just the reading book. from the book. And it's like, yeah, it wasn't like a real conversation people have on screen was it kind of like that's weird (laughs) yeah it was just like felt very i don't know like it it's something that you can like not real and picture in your head yeah but not a conversation real people would have in real life and the acting was really bad in it i felt like um any good actors in it no it's like a lot of people that i didn't really recognize there were only a couple people that i recognized and they're not like big actors that people know oh 
You're like, oh, it's act, it's extra number three from this movie from four right. years ago. You're like, oh, that dude from this scene and this show that I watched <laughs> that time. Um, I remember him. <laughs> but Shauna and I, my roommate Shauna and I both read the book and then we're like, oh, well, the movie's coming out. We have to go see it. And neither of us liked it. We were like kind of cracking jokes the whole time in the movie theater. So I don't hey, know. I wouldn't recommend time. it. But <laughs> well, it, I'll take your word for it. I ain't going to go see it. I'll go see yeah. Nope, though. Yeah, see Nope. Nope is really good. That's worth your time. Nope. Nope. But anyway, so the invitation was the um the like theme of this HOH competition. And the very first part of it is they have to find a red invitation which is like let me tell you can i just say they really missed a solid opportunity with doing a harry potter themed competition and let me tell you oh yeah it really pissed me off (laughs) because nobody ever gives harry potter the recognition it deserves well i wonder if that has more to do with like the rights to harry potter than it does anything else like i don't think harry potter is looking for any promo i think they're good they could have changed the name to like (laughs) you're a wizard smarilotta I don't know know how we feel about these competitions lately though they've been doing a lot of things where it's like play in part one to see if you advance to the actual once in a while cool every single freaking one shut up give me a break and again I don't like these ones that are like based on luck and this one is very much like it just if you just so happen to pick up the right invitation just pick up as fast as you can and it's even clearer that it's based on luck because, of course, the first fucking bitch to get one is Jasmine. And she hobbles her way over to the little spot. I was like, of course, this girl has to get one. It was her, Terrence, and Brittany that had invitations. And then the episode ended. And I was like, you're really going to make us wait? Have you seen who won HOH yet? No, and I'm debating if I want to see it because it could make or break my week. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you unless you want me to. Is it a guy or a girl? Wait, what's the second part? Oh, uh, we don't know yet. It didn't. It didn't show on feeds, but obviously from guy context, most people know who HOH is. Okay, well before before I tell you that, if you are listening to this and you don't want spoilers, now's a good time to leave. Okay, hopefully they're gone yeah. now. Um, it is a guy that won. Oh crap! The only guy I don't want to win is Daniel, and I'm gonna take a wild guess. Actually, I'm gonna say Michael won. Um, you would be wrong. It's Daniel, isn't it? Wrong again. We have a chance. Um, <laughs> is it Joseph? Wrong again, but you're close. Hold on. Who else is in the house? It's it's um Monty. Yep, Monty won HOH. Yeah! It's great for Thank the leftovers, bitch. Yeah! So <laughs> him, Joseph, and man. Terrence are safe. Obviously, Hell because they have that trio. Yeah. And then Monty gets to control the week this week. So we're yeah! eating good. Yeah. We're eating leftovers, specifically leftovers. What's your name and what's your name up? Alyssa and Indy. <laughs> I think that's what he's thinking. Crybaby and Weiner over there. That's what I've been hearing. He's thinking that or potentially putting Taylor and Nicole up and telling everybody that he's finally going to get Taylor out and then they're going to vote Nicole out instead, which I would love to see that. But I think that's more of a backdoor scenario because he doesn't want to put Taylor in the position of being on the block unless she's comfortable with it, which got a lot for that. She's been on the block like twice now, right? Yeah. That's the conversation that's happening right now. Anything can change between now and nominations now on Monday. Right. That's the tea. That's the tea. Thanks for coming to my party. (laughs) 
Thank you. My party, Indy will cry if she wants to. Alyssa will cry if she wants to. Cry if they want to. <laughs> That's a hit. I mean, we you need to get on the cry too if it happens this to season. You. Remember last year when Aza and all them had their uh, BBCD? We need to make a new one for this. Oh season. yeah. We got to get uh, one when Derek had his songs. I was cracking up. And then like the big blue couch. They should do those. more stuff like that. Yeah, those were funny. I love when they do that stuff. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. To join in on the discussion, use the hashtag #OBrotherPodcast on social media, and you can find me at It's Me Breely everywhere. And you can find me at Christina Jascott. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. See you later.